We're back here on Lockdown Coyotes as Lawson Kraus has a hat-trick performance against the Ottawa Senators. We're going to talk about that win game. Plus, we got the Montreal Canadiens coming up tonight. We're going to talk about that as well on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik. We want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen Every day, we're free and available on all platforms. Arizona Coyotes had a game yesterday. They played the Ottawa Senators 5-3, to three, the final score. Lawson Krause with a hat trick, his first of his career. Not only that, Carl, but he scored his hat trick in three different ways. Very nice, very nice. Uh, first Coyote to do that since Antoine Vermette, I believe, did it mm-hmm. in 2014. Uh, very impressive. Uh, just really goes to show how much this team depends on a player like Kraus. The fact that he was getting both shorthanded and power play minutes. Shorthanded power play minutes, yeah, and that, and that's and that's what that's what's awesome, right? You know, if you have a versatile player like that, like that's a player you want to hold on to. And that's, Absolutely, and I think that's the reason why I think when we do, were doing our last trade talk, that was around the time when um, I think Craig Morgan put out what the Coyotes said would be like their essential protected list, like who they're not going to be trading at all. And Kraus was, I think, one of those. Yes, uh, I, I'm not sure if it was around that time, but Craig Morgan has definitely reported that the Coyotes are not interested in trading Kraus. Uh, he fits really well with pretty much any system. Like any coach or GM is going to want to have a tall, strong guy who can score goals. That's just like an essential piece in the NHL right now. Um, and he really came to play. Uh, it. It wasn't the best game for any Coyotes involved, but the fact that Kraus was able to finish was definitely key to the the team's success. He really wanted to get, you know, as good of a performance as he can because, you know, it's nice to see the Coyotes win. I mean, obviously, this is a rebuilding team, but, like, to 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 beat a team like Ottawa because, you know... You don't see them too often, two times a year. Not a good team, and so might as well go for the sweep. I mean, yeah, uh, it, it's it's crazy to think that when this year started, if you'd asked either of us if the Coyotes were going to have a 20-goal scorer, I'm not sure either of us would have said yes, um, but Keller's already hit. Kraus is at 18 goals on the season. Schmaltz is at 17. The Coyotes may have three 20-goal scorers in their losing season. That's just kind of mind-blowing. It is. It is because, like, obviously, when you think of a team that's not going to be winning, you think of, oh, we're not going to score a lot. You know, there's going to be lack of offense, lack of anything for that matter. Um, But in this case, yeah, you said you have, you have, you know, one player already there and two that are freaking so freaking close, like, right on the doorstep. And we we still got, like, a little over a month left. 
yeah, I think the tonight's game is going to be number 60. So 22 games left, 23? Uh, I'm not math. It's hard. But yeah, they still have plenty of time left to, to hit that plateau. And, and I really hope they do. Yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be awesome to see. I think, and again, that's what we're you know. Let's let's rewind back to what we were saying at the beginning of the season, and trying to find silver lining as much as possible, because we know what this team is gonna be about. We know that they're not gonna be playing well. Like we we knew this was gonna be a bad team. Absolutely, yeah. But you know, each like we said, uh, each player is gonna have something to motivate them they're going to have plenty of opportunity they're going to have like just anything that they need to uh to find success if they can um other than like you know supporting offense but if you can like show that you can play you're going to get top minutes you're going to get the you know starting line you're going to get everything that you need to succeed and that's really coming through Uh, i also do want to make sure that we highlight the play of scott wedgwood who was just phenomenal. Uh, the Coyotes had five goals on 15 shots. So yeah. they finished when they could. Scott Wedgwood, on the other hand, made 40 saves on 43 shots. So just a completely different picture on the other end of the ice. Uh, really, like, Wedgwood was, like, cued in the entire game. It was great to see. Yeah, I... Um... I'm looking at some of the other stats too on this and just to see how, like how much possession the senators had, like how much chances they had (laughs) their, their Corsi Carl was 82 in comparison to the Coyotes 27. 27 may be one of the lowest Corsi numbers I've seen for a team in a game that they won. Um, which I, I, I still just want to keep that in mind. The Coyotes somehow won this game. And it wasn't like they took an early lead and were in a defensive shell for everything. Because we get that sometimes. Like, you'll see a team, they'll, they'll hop out to, like, a 3-0 lead. They're just like, all right, we're going to sit back. We're going to try not to lose. Uh, usually it doesn't work out for them, but that's besides the point. Uh, the Coyotes, like... The Senators scored first. The Coyotes like managed to get the lead. Senators tied it back up on the power play. And then until Lawson Krause's shorthanded goal 16 minutes into the second period, it was a tie game, and the Ottawa Senators were still just dominating possession. And, I mean, that's what I'm trying to look at here because it said, I'm, I'm just looking at it, you know, 27-9, 29-6 course. Like, it's like, what is – what? <laughs> uh it's what I tell people is the go-to way against the Coyotes uh, to play against them to just like make sure that they don't have any time and space, make them play in their own zone. Like, and credit to the Ottawa Senators, they had a game plan and they pulled it off to a T. But the Coyotes just capitalized on like those brief opportunities that they got, and it's something you really see. It, it it is it's awesome. Um, it's my the most fun I love looking at too is expected goals because it gives you an idea of who really should have won this game. Oh, <gasps> uh, what were the expected goals? So, I'll and I'll, I'll kind of round it here um, because it's you know they do they put points, but essentially 
flip the score. Mm. <laughs> Wait, so are you saying the Coyotes were expected to score three goals? That doesn't sound right either. It says, well, 2.32. <laughs> ah. That that also seems very high. Again, the Coyotes had 15 shots on goal. <laughs> like, you, I was expecting like one, one and a half, but 2.3. That's that's craziness. Yeah, versus the 4.71 for Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, it, I was um, talking to the... Uh, Ottawa Silver Suns uh, briefly on Twitter, and they mentioned that they wanted to get to 50 shots. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't think Wedgwood's had a 45 ga- save game yet. <laughs> the Melkas had three. So these like lopsided games are not unusual for the Coyotes, and winning them is not unusual for the Coyotes um, because the team is just able to stand up and like support each other in the limited ways that they can. Uh, And it's absolutely not a recipe for long-term success. I hope that, you know, they do better against the Montreal Canadiens, which we'll be talking about, but it's, it's fun to watch them steal games sometimes. Keep an eye out on what they, on how they've been growing as a team over the last 60 games, right? Each, like each time they start looking a little bit more competitive. They look, they bring something else out that makes them look a little bit better. Obviously, this game was kind of weird just because, again, they didn't get shots on. But they were still able to freaking steal it, which is, yeah. like, they find ways to win in ways that, like, just seems absolutely crazy. Um, and like you said, is it is it viable for long-term success? No, of course not. But the, but the Coyotes are going to be, you know, over the next couple of years, adding new talent, you know, and that's part. This is part of the rebuild system. You know, the rebuilding system. You take one piece out, you put a new piece in. It's like, all right, let's see how this works. Um, yeah, and and in general, the Coyotes also just have some young players that are going to continue to improve. Like we are seeing, Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz have the best seasons of their career. They're older. Uh, like it, it makes me wonder what is Barrett Hayton going to be like in a couple years? What is Matthias Michelli going to be like? Uh. Dyson Mayo, he has been looking really good like this season, stepping in as a as a full time NHL blue liner. What's he going to be like? Um, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, they just continue to improve. That's the most important part. I would love to see it in the in the years to come. But once again, the Arizona Coyotes take a five to three win over the Ottawa Senators in Ottawa. And one thing I'll say is if you took the over i really tried to outthink that game like thinking back on what i said i was just like yeah these two teams they they know each other they've played 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 each other over a week ago like i i, I imagine they'll like do things differently and uh, i was kind of right but i underestimated the coyotes ability to just find a way uh it's also hockey. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Anyways, so we still got more to get to on this episode of Lockdown and Coyotes. It's time to take a look ahead because they're on a second game of a back-to-back tonight. They got the Montreal Canadiens over there, and that's going to be in Montreal. So we're going to talk about that game in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. 
So it's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. And for all the odds, uh, contests, and player props, Bet Online is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline has a continued source of coverage for uh, sports wagering information. That includes things like live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. What I want you to do is head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So back here on Lockdown Coyotes, once again, Robin Leonio and Carl Pavlik. Arizona Coyotes are on the second game of a back-to-back at the Montreal Canadiens. That is a set for a 4 p.m. start. Once again, another early a, one. Another early one. This one's about half an hour earlier than the previous one. Um, and uh, here we go. But you know, again, two teams that are in the bottom. Let's see if they're going to try. But also, two teams that have been winning. Lately. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny. The Coyotes have already swept Mountain Maple Leafs uh, this month. They've swept the Ottawa Senators. Can they get the final Eastern Canadian team? Uh, We shall see. Uh, Wouldn't that be nice? Not only that, but for for Coyotes fans to say here that they swept just under half of the... (laughs) Uh, of Canada of Canada that would be quite uh, quite a thing to see it, it would be quite a thing indeed it'll be it'll be fun we get to poke fun at some of our uh, some of our fellow hosts I mean if you're losing to the coyotes this year there's probably something wrong with your team you should probably like consider stuff. Like, the Coyotes lost to the Colorado Avalanche in the playoffs, and it caused existential dread. Uh, I can only imagine how the Montreal Canadiens would feel if they lost to the Coyotes and were swept by the Coyotes this year. Just be like, what were we even doing? One thing I imagined is after they um, after they they swept Toronto, it wouldn't surprise me if Toronto had like an a, a all-players meeting and be like, all right. What the hell has happened? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, that one, I do think they can kind of fall back on the, oh, it was a it was a blown call in yeah. overtime. Uh, I I imagine if that is the Toronto Maple Leafs style, though, that's probably not a good indicator of their future success. You don't want to have everything decided in overtime if you're the Ottawa, Toronto Maple Leafs playing the Coyotes. Yeah, Ottawa's probably going with the uh, with the players meeting. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd hope Ottawa does. Based off the way that, the, that the, the, those games have gone, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we'll see if Montreal does the same, because again, if you get swept by the Coyotes, something is going, something is wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I, I I did see just before we started recording, uh, Ben Sherratt, uh is going to be held out for the game. It looks like the Canadians are looking to trade him. So they don't want to see him get hurt against the Coyotes, which probably a good sign. I don't know if you looked at the Montreal Canadiens injury list. It is extensive. I have not taken 
the uh, I was trying to bring it. Out. I have like half a million tabs open. I think I mentioned this before. Like when I when we do these podcasts, like I try to, <laughs> it's like all over the place. But yeah. oh my god, wow, yeah, that is an extensive list. Yeah, uh, and we will unfortunately be seeing or missing former Coyotes Christian Dvorak and Tyler Pitlick. Uh, Dvorak out with the upper body, uh, Pitlick out for personal reasons. Um, I, I, I haven't seen that. I'm, I'm kind of curious. Need to check that out. Yeah, it had to be. It'd be interesting to see what that one, that one is about. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's usually never good. Like if someone's leaving for personal reasons, unless the birth of a child that's kind of like the one exception for like a good thing that happens normally it's uh it's something unfortunate but but yeah um it it'll be if the coyotes can like start with energy if they can you know set the pace of the game i think they're gonna have a good uh, good chance on this one um but if they let another team dictate control like they did against the Ottawa Senators, like even with solid goaltending, I don't know if you can do that twice in a row and make it work. No, it, I I don't think so either. Because again, these teams will eventually kind of figure out the goaltenders and like, oh, they you know enough chances will get by. Yeah, and then um, that's just going to create problems. Maybe it can create it can create more of those confidence problems with Arizona, they go back into their shell, they go into the collapse, and then, you know, you know how the rest goes. Yeah, we, we absolutely do. Um, it's funny, watching games now, you can just kind of catalog the, the way that things are going wrong. So like yesterday, that was a classic slow start. Then there was a second period implosion where they just didn't give up any goals. Those are rare. But they happen. The Coyotes have had some horrible second periods, and you would never know it by looking at the score sheet unless you went down to like shots or started looking at possession numbers. Um, and then, uh, would you even call that a third period recovery? I wouldn't. Um, they had, you know, they had six shots. One of them wasn't into an empty net, though. So. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm looking at right now, though, is that the Coyotes will be seeing one former player mm-hmm. in Lawrence Dauphin. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot he went over to Canada, or to the Canadians. When was that? Because um, didn't he go to the, the Chicago Blackhawks first? Yeah. That trade happened. Or was it, I think was it was it a trade. Was it? Yeah, I think it was a trade. Um. I can't remember. It was, I think it was a while ago. Uh, it uh, definitely someone to see. Um, and another former roadrunner, uh, which does just kind of go to show you how, how good the Kays have been at developing players, even if they don't end up in the coyotes it's still a win if they can you know play in the nhl oh yeah no absolutely um and i think that's the cool thing right you're seeing seeing what uh you know what what the roadrunners 
development has done. Um, obviously, like I've, I love following where any Roadrunners players go. Um, like when we got when we got to see Michael Bunting the other day with with, with Toronto and and plus a few others, you know, when we see Connor Garland against against Vancouver or um, you know Dylan Strom against Chicago. You yeah, know, you name it. Like it's just fun to see. It'll be interesting to see if we see Connor Garland with a team that's not the Vancouver Canucks this year. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting with the trade deadline coming up in just under a week? Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It'll it'll be an interesting time. A um, couple, t- couple things to take a look at before we move on. Uh, starting goaltenders, it's probably Vimelka because, you know, back-to-back, that's how it works. I mean, it doesn't – I mean, like – it's not common to go for the same goaltender, but at the same time, you have both goaltenders, right? Yeah. They're healthy. Might as well use them. So that, that's that's what I think. That's what I predicted. Uh, we'd get the Melka. Uh, Bear does seem to be pretty good at wrestling players for back-to-backs. We've seen it for skaters. We've seen it for goalies. Uh, you know, it. I, I do not necessarily foresee – Wedgwood getting the start again, unless he's just been like lights out in practice and Vimelko's been, you know, shaky. Like, that's definitely the one area where, you know, even if we were able to like go see the team, they're in Canada. We can't watch their practices right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But then I looked at the Montreal Canadiens goaltender, and for a minute, I'm just like, I'm sorry, who is this? Uh, Samuel Montemblant. What? What? What are Samuel's stats? What? How? How has he played? Um, he's seven, twelve, and five with three point six goals against average and eight nine seven save percentage. That's not that good. Uh, uh, where did he play last season? Um, I have no idea. Let me go. Had to go click on his profile and see uh was it from florida yeah florida with the panthers or with the panthers hmm uh, 14 games with the Panthers and um, 11 games with the Springfield Thunderbirds. Okay. And then finished off the season of 13 with the Syracuse Crunch. Man, like the Montreal, did they just like not realize you need goaltender depth? I don't know. I guess not. Because <laughs> Harry Price went down, and it looks like their plan was, uh... But, I mean, we... No one really foresaw Scott Wedgwood or Carol Vimelka having big, big years with the Coyotes. So, like, I'm not going to count him out just because he doesn't have a lot of experience. He's not who we expect. Well, I think... I'm looking at it. I think Montemblau um, uh, have hope that's how you pronounce his name is what a fifth or sixth stringer because Carey Price is obviously out as we talked as you mentioned since even before the season began. Yeah. Uh Jake Allen is out 
Andrew Hammond is out. Then you have Caden Primo from Emergency Loan and Samuel Mountain. Well, like, yeah, things are not going great for the Montreal Canadiens, uh, just in terms of injuries. Yeah, for some reason, they're somewhat, they're still winning games. Yeah, they they finished up February with a five game win streak, so that's pretty impressive. It is indeed. We still got more to get to though on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We're gonna go to our picks of the game. Who we think is gonna win? If this game is gonna go more points, less points, whatever it is. All in just a moment, but first, I want to tell you guys that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. The ever-increasing number of makes and models is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Winder, uh, often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Well, wait for the person behind the counter orders the parts on, on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. When you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why did you just spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from the chain or car dealership when you can go to Rock Auto, a family business who can do it yourself for over 20 years? Because their prices are reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could possibly need brake parts, tailing with motor oil, and even new carpet. And you go, ahead, go ahead and check it out yourself, guys. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about this box so they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Let's finish things off now with our bet online picks of the game. Because we got to take a look and see who's favored. And what we think this game is going to go. And Carl, our lines for today. Arizona Coyotes are point and a half underdogs. At really? Minus 180 with, uh, at plus 140, the money line. Total points set to six. Weren't the, Coy- or weren't the Canadians one of the few teams that the Coyotes were favorited against the yeah, first time the, they played? The, the first time they were, the Coyotes were favored. I think the Coyotes have only been favored in two games this season, all season long, against the Montreal Canadiens the first time and against the Seattle Kraken their second time. Gotcha. And, and that's just really... Well... I would say it's surprising, but if you're looking at the at the matchup holistically, the fact that the Coyotes played last night is a detriment. Um, they didn't have to travel too far. They still had to travel. So I could see why uh, Montreal is the favorite. I'm not sure I buy that, though. I do Plus, think this one... give home venue advantage, too. Yeah. I guess this one we actually can give home home venue advantage. Montreal has got a better home venue because we talk again. I, as I mentioned last time, you don't give home venue advantage to Ottawa because there is no home venue advantage. <laughs> yeah, Montreal actually does. Yeah, I get. I guess. Um, I don't know. I still have the Coyotes. Uh, I I finished my lesson overthinking games. I'm gonna go Coyotes five four in regulation. Five four Coyotes in regulation. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit low, a little bit less scoring. Okay, okay. But same point spread, four three Arizona Coyotes. 
Okay. So we both kind of think this game's going to be a little bit tighter. Still a high-scoring affair, though. Um, at, at this point, like, I know I've mentioned that the Coyotes' offense can be hot and cold, and it absolutely can. It seems like it's hot right now, and we should just assume it's going to be hot until, like, the near future. Who knows? This could be just what, what things are from now on for the, for the Arizona Coyotes. What's next? A um, a hat trick or like a or like a eight point game from? Ooh, I gotta see who's who's due. Um, Schmaltz had 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 a performance last week. We had Kraus with his performance. Keller's just been doing Keller. Uh, uh, who are we thinking? Phil Kessel, maybe. He had a really good assist on on Krause's first goal. Maybe Phil Kessel. Um, as I try to bring my chart back up. Uh, yeah. Let's get something from Phil Kessel. Have fun. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I will say this, uh, something that I didn't get a chance to mention in the first segment. Barrett Hayton had the empty net goal um, against the against the Senators. He made a phenomenal defensive play to clear the zone um, on the on the penalty kill. Um, I think he has looked great defensively. I would love for him to have a high offense game. Absolutely. Um, Hayton's been awesome on that too, so... There's a, there's a few people yeah. that can have a good game. Um, it would be even more funny is I'm looking at if they decided to play Michael Carcone. If he because I look at that that uh, on Cat Friendly, his name is it was brought up. Yeah, he um he played with uh who did he play with last night? He played with Michelli. And I think Richie. What a a line. What a line. (laughs) And um, don't don't sleep too much on Richie, people. Uh, He has four goals to assist in eight games with the Coyotes. Uh, He seems to be working for him in a way it wasn't working in Toronto. So there are plenty of, like, opportunities abound for for the Coyotes uh, if players out there want to, you know, find success. Absolutely. It's going to be uh, a pretty fun game um, to watch this one and see who can, who's going to have a, have a pretty decent performance. But once again, so look at our lines. Uh, you picked, we both picked this would go over, essentially mm-hmm. based on our scoring prediction. Um, and because of how tight it is, we can either give Montreal the points no, I mean, it would be the Arizona. So Arizona, the points, which would be minus 180 or plus 140 for the money line, if you're that confident. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I may go with the guy who's getting the points this time. I, I'm not sure how confident I am in them winning. I'm a little bit more confident in them keeping it tight. All right, so... So giving Arizona Coyotes the points. Yeah, I want to go money line, but at the same time, like, you know, I did money line last time. Yeah. And I was pretty confident about that one. Although I don't know if I can go two for two on a back to back. So 
And, and I was uh, I was not confident in my last prediction, and it was very wrong. So I am a little bit more cautious this time. Uh, I'm not really going it too big, too so bold. I'll, so I'll take the points as well. Um, but those are our picks. You can take it as you will if you decide to gamble. And once again, if you are somebody who uh, is using some of our advice or just is gambling on these hockey games, please don't forget to gamble responsibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that is it for this episode of Lockdown Kaiju's. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you're yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lockdown Coyotes, on Instagram at Lockdown Coyotes, on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik FFH. You can follow us, interact with us, DM us, whatever, and ask us a question. We can answer them right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. Don't forget to howl on.